1: It's September, so it's Pioneering Month here at Broadcast. And this week we're bringing you the recording of a hangout with Colin Barron about the call to Pioneer. We have another hangout coming up this month. It will be on Thursday the 22nd of September at 7.30pm UK time and we'll be talking to Matt and Joe Simmons about what it means to be a pioneering family. Matt and Joe moved over to Amsterdam a year or two ago with their four young girls to plant a new church there. So we'll be hearing about their story and learning the lessons that they've experienced along the way. You can find out more about that hangout And you can get all of the notes on this podcast episode at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 45. So here is our hangout with Colin Barron.
0: This evening we're going to be looking at pioneering and the whole aspect of pioneering being in the heart of God. A few years ago I lived in the Lake District and had the privilege of listening to Chris Bonington Uh, describe one of his mountaineering feats as he climbed Everest. And it was an amazing uh, evening because he had this slideshow and uh, you kind of followed his route through the slides and felt like you were actually with him. I remember years later uh, visiting Nepal and flying into Kathmandu. And as you fly into Kathmandu, you actually go past the Himalayas, the Himalayan mountains. And as I was doing that, I was thinking about Chris Bonington, and just the amazing uh, pioneering feat that he had done. I have just been reading, actually, about David Livingstone, and, uh, again, his pioneering feat of going through Africa, and he was as much as an explorer pioneer as he was a missionary. And as I kind of think about these people, others like Captain Cook and uh, Christopher Columbus these great pioneers who basically went where no one else had been and uh, were not sure what they were going to find, Um, uh, had even in their fallen state, even uh, if they didn't know God, some of them, had something of the heart of God in them to be a pioneer. And I want to kind of look at pioneering from a more biblical perspective. I'm a church planter, uh, been pioneering churches for nearly 30 years now and it's so easy when you're doing it time after time to get into the kind of nuts and bolts of how do you do this and how do you do that many times i do conferences seminars uh coaching people often it's like colin how do you do this how do you gather people how do you start what do you do next and it kind of takes the um kind of um, majesty the 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 big picture out of it sometimes and gets very detailed and I just want to this evening kind of take a little step back I want to do some practical stuff as well but first of all to look at the very beginning how God created and that actually that creation mandate was the heart of God to pioneer it talks about in Genesis that as he created Adam and Eve and uh, placed them in this garden. It says this, He God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth and subdue it. And so as he created these people, he had a mandate for them. And that mandate was to pioneer. Um, it's not um, everybody thinks this, but a number of uh, theologians would talk about the garden being a small part of the whole world that actually the rest of the uh the the creative world actually was a bit of a wilderness and um it's actually if you think like that it actually puts in perspective this pioneering mandate to go from this garden that is cultivated eden uh the place where god is and actually go and bring this to the uh, ends of the earth um It's interesting there in the garden that we've got Adam, we've got Eve and actually that whole essence of God there with them. God walking in the cool of the evening, it says in the narrative. And so out of this place where God and people intimately dwell, God said, now let's go. (laughs) And it's like you go and I'm going. In fact, it's um, the essence of God going and blessing is uh, picturized in the river, it talks about the river flowing out from Eden and then multiplying into numerous rivers. And so, very at the very beginning, we get this amazing thing of God, the pioneer God, who created people to do the very heart of his pioneering—that they with him were to uh, build this temple, the place where God and people met together all around. The world. This gives me real um, excitement as a pioneer. I think it's not just a few; it's not just one or two people who are called uh, to pioneer. But actually, it's in the heart of people, which is why when I even look at explorers, uh, people who don't know God, knowing that there's something of the heart of God, uh, the kindness of God, the exploration of God uh, in in people. And um, so, uh, when we're looking at pioneering this month. I want us to not, I say, look at just at the nuts and bolts, but actually look at the fact that what we're doing as we pioneer, we're actually pioneering out of the heart of God. This is something that God wanted for his people. It's interesting about the river because that uh, uh, picture crops up time and time again. We see that um, in Ezekiel who has this vision of the temple and uh, it's to a people who are in exile and has this picture of uh, the river going out of the temple and actually bringing life to the nations and that uh, the, the trees are, are, are blossoming and growing, that there's, there's life, there's fish, there's energy and even salt water think, getting uh, uh, into life and, uh, uh, and into health and so Jesus picks this theme up and says and says out of your inmost being will flow streams of living water Um, again the very end um, of the uh, of the bible we see the um, the the picture of uh, the the river flowing out of the new temple and so just to get back to this genesis narrative where there's god there's people there's this picture of the river and the whole essence of it is that people are to go and to be a blessing to pioneer to bring what is created there in in the garden of eden um, all around the earth now we know that actually after that creation mandate sin came into the world that the devil with tempted and and the people of God fell and they were thrown out of the garden. And uh, it says that uh, thistles would grow, that (coughs) the women would have difficulty in childbirth. So actually what was going to be work, I think work is part of creation. It's uh, a good thing to do was actually going to be much, much harder and that actually we would have an enemy, the devil. And uh, we know that, I know that. In years of pioneering that actually it is not easy. And uh, there are some setbacks, there's some difficulty, but actually that essence of God, the creation order to go and pioneer is there and still there. And so I want to pick up a few of the uh, pioneers that uh, uh, the the Bible talks about, especially in the Old Testament. Uh, and give us uh, some again this uh, a historical narrative that uh, we can work with but also as i mentioned some of these i just want to give one aspect of them that i think is pertinent to modern day pioneers so the first one is noah and it says this in genesis 9 1 then god blessed noah and his son saying, then be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth so he, he's carrying on the mandate given to adam and eve now we know that sin had so got into the people of god that instead of doing what the created mandate was to go and bring the presence of god all around the world that actually they had turned their back on god and so god was going to flood the world and only noah if he built this ark and his family and the animals would be saved and so noah courageously pioneered this ark probably in a very dry barren place so it was a really countercultural it didn't so fit and the people probably mocked him year on and year and yet god knew and no one knew that god had given him a, 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 a picture of an ark and the, the dimensions how to build it so that actually could bring salvation to his family and as a pioneer it's important that we have um, a picture of what we are going to do so many people go into a new town or new village even a new nation uh, believing god has spoken that they should pioneer and build a new church and often they they're really not sure what it's going to look like how they're going to do it and occasionally that's that's fine i've done that i've i've, I've actually gone and been obedient and as i've gone god has shown but it's It really is helpful and uh, I would say quite important that we have a clue, an idea of what we're going to do, what the kind of arc is. When I came to Manchester, I um, saw the fact that I needed to not build a... a, a, a A church in the city centre, like so many people were doing, but God showed me that the ark that I was to build was actually to build community churches all the way round. In fact, he was graphically illustrated like it would be stakes in the ground and webbed together. So I understood that the word have community churches, but not isolated small churches, but webbed together, so that actually when it's corporately put together, actually it's a big, big thing. And so that was the ark. And over the last twenty years, that's what we're doing. We've keep year on building, planting, but keeping them knitted together so that there's a strength and also intentionality in community. So uh, people have different arcs. Some are going to do big city centre buildings. Some are going to have regional resource bases. Some are going to do house churches. But whatever it is, we need to have an understanding of what the arc of salvation for people, how they're going to be gathered in, um, is important. Then we have Abraham and uh, says the lord said to abram leave your country and your people and your father's household and go to the land i will show you and we all know that he went from uh, a house a city and actually went and lived in a tent and became very mobile but in that land of canaan and for pioneers for some pioneers they need to go we've moved house numbers of times um, and not only in the uk where we're now living but also across uh, in America and for many pioneers actually this uh, obeying the word to go is really important and so I just want to encourage you if God's speaking uh, to go um, we need to obey and uh, sometimes uh, we uh, might have people, family, leaders, uh, friends, I've had all that who have counseled Uh, or and uh, encourage me not to and sometimes for good reasons and i've had to take on board what they've said but other times it's because they're going to lose out and uh, we're going to lose out just on relationships but actually the call of god the higher call of god to go which abraham um, obeyed actually is really important and then we've got isaac and uh, it's interesting uh, about isaac it says that isaac again had the same promise that abram had and the same promise that um noah had in 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 sense that they would be a blessing uh to the nations and so isaac it says this uh, it's, as his promise to him from god was i will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and i will give them these lands and through your offspring all the nations of the earth will be blessed and The writer to the Hebrews uh, commenting on this basically says that Isaac believed the promises. So Abraham obeyed and went knowing the promise of God as he went into the promised land that he would be the father of nation and would be a blessing to the whole nations. For Isaac, he believed the promises. He, He was there and he stayed there. And it's so important as pioneers that we believe the promises. The promises from scripture, uh, such as the mountain of the Lord's temple that Isaiah says in Isaiah 3, will be the greatest mountain. That is a confident promise that the church of Jesus Christ actually will not be an insignificant thing, but actually will be the biggest, will be uh, very uh, broad and and high and wide. Um, That the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters covered the sea. That there will be people from every tribe a nation uh, and people group actually in heaven, that is really important when you're battling away uh, and seeing little fruit believe in the promise that actually God has people from every place that there's nothing too hard for God, there's no people who are not going to be represented um, in God. that's such a great promise. I will be with you always to the end of the earth. Just a great promise. Isaac believed the promises. And also, they're the kind of biblical big promises, uh, but also personal promises. I've talked about the promises for me. I believe in planting churches across Manchester. I've got other promises that God has uh, put in me that actually I'm believing for. Some have come about, and others, I believe, are still there to be taken. And uh, these keep me praying, they keep me in faith, they keep me persevering. Uh, so let's believe the promises, let's know the biblical promise for his people and the personal promise that God speaks, like he did to Paul, that he would stand before kings and nations and uh, see the Gentiles led to Christ. So it was a promise, he had a personal promise uh, to him on his conversion. So I want to look at another pioneer, Rebecca. And um, Rebecca was asked to leave her parents and go to Canaan to marry, and uh, she uh, obeyed a servant was sent uh, to her and uh, in fact the servant was a brave man because uh, he basically said what happens if I find the lady and she doesn't want to come and uh, so for for the servant he had to go and make the big ask and for Rebecca she had to obey that ask and, and obey God in that ask and actually leave right, and go uh, to the promised land and many pioneers say to me colin how do you get so many people to move how do how do you get people to move to manchester and other parts of the nation and to the nations and actually i said to them it's very simple you ask and uh, jesus said this ask the lord of the harvest and to send workers into the harvest field so that's a prayer ask and then straight after that he demonstrated how we should then not only pray but ask and so he said then he sent the 12 into the harvest field so this prayer ask and I'm always asking God I need someone for this the place this place this place but actually every time I see somebody that I think is the one God has chosen I'm there to give the big ask and it is a big ask because sometimes they reject you Sometimes you're actually asking them to do something that's going to be a step of faith, and you know that God's got to speak to them as well. But Rebecca heard the ask and went, and the servant was brave enough to go and give the ask. If you're a pioneer, keep asking, ask the Lord of the harvest, and ask the individuals. And then just uh, want to look at one of them that's Esther, and we find her uh, many years later from people i've just talked about but she's in a foreign land and uh, her people have been taken out of the promised land and they're now uh, subject to the persians and uh, she's a beautiful lady and she's actually become the queen and uh, is you know massively privileged position and then she hears hears that her people are potentially going to be decimated because there's an evil man who hates their nation of the jews and he is scheming to actually find a way that the god-fearing jews would actually be destroyed and she has a choice to make she has a choice which is does she stay quiet and almost stay where she is and and uh, save her life or does she actually pioneer for the people of god and uh believe that actually she's God's person in the right place to do God's doing. And uh, for many people, pioneering is actually doing the right thing at your work, the right thing where you live, actually bringing the kingdom of God, bringing the justice of God, bringing the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the salvation and the hope of the world to the people around you. And that's what Esther did. She didn't have to leave the palace in fact actually everything that she did was within her home life and uh, but she was brave she took the word of god seriously and she actually did it and so just want to encourage you that pioneering for many is to go but actually pioneering is where you are as well so just want to um, look at one or two other uh, and then uh, just bring this uh, to a close because we get Jesus, ultimately the great pioneer. So we find God and the people in the garden, and God saying, "Come on, let's go around the world together." The people of God, in the presence of God, bringing the blessing of God to everybody, bringing what was there cultivated right around the world. And so, I love these verse in uh, in John one fourteen, and and the message. It's just, I think, a wonderful um, uh, translation of this. It says, the word became flesh and blood, that's Jesus, and moved into the neighbourhood. He saw the glory, we saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of kind glory, like the Father, like the Son, generous inside and out, true from the start to the finish. The word became flesh and blood and moved into our neighbourhood. So that's God incarnate. God, the Maker of Heaven and Earth, becoming a man and moving in to actually Nazareth and to Galilee to Jeru- Judea, eventually to Jerusalem, this amazing, amazing God, this God who created everything, actually pioneered in an amazing way, he not only asked Abram to go, he not only asked myself to go, he not only asked Rebecca to move from her father's household to go and he asked generation after generation of people but he was the great pioneer nobody has given up more than jesus sometimes when it's painful for me and it has been and sometimes when it, i feel like is it ever gonna work i then think of jesus who gave up everything didn't take quality for god something to be grasped but became a man amazing amazing this Amazing pioneer God, who actually went before us, and then died—a death to take our sins on Him. He who had no sin became sin. That's the gospel. Jesus Christ, the great pioneer, the saviour of the world, and then the apostles, who were uh, mandated go into all the world to preach this gospel, and then Paul, the pioneer. Who, you know, the whole whole book and Acts, uh, a lot of it is um, describing his great pioneering feats, and uh, I could go on for hour and hour um, just talking about the things that he did um, to bring the gospel to the Gentiles. So, just rounding this up. And to, I say, give a bit more of a biblical perspective on something that is so often (laughs) nuts and bolts. That actually God created people to pioneer. That was absolutely the the words, virtually the first words that we get there, that go into all the land. And what is there in Eden, that beautiful picture of God intimately in relationship with his people with the river of blessing flowing out with the people flowing out with the presence of god to bring that to the whole earth so when will pioneering stop well matthew 24 14 says this and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come so the gospel of the kingdom so actually in this world in this life there will be an end because there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth there's the gospel of the kingdom when people is preached when every one that jesus has chosen god has chosen to come in is there then pioneering stops there will be a new heaven and a new earth jesus will come again not as a babe but actually with the archangels and the trumpet of the angels, this great glorious day when our pioneering will actually reach its conclusion, its fulfilment. But I do have a, a kind of thought, and it is only a thought, but if it is so in the heart of God for us to be pioneers of that new heaven and a new earth... Will there be a load of new stuff to pioneer? The galaxies, the places we have never got to, will never get to, before Jesus comes again. A wonder, and it is only a wonder, that there may be pioneering to come in the new day.
1: Thank you for listening. Just a reminder that you can get all the notes on this episode at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org episode 45 also on thursday the 22nd of september we have another pioneering hangout we'll be talking to matt and joe simmons about being a pioneering family that's at seven thirty p.m uk time and you can find all the information at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org